Hi, this is Nathan. Welcome to the Wadfam Chocolate. Oh, hi there. Welcome to the pod. I'm Dylan James Weaver, but most folks around here just call me Dylan. Why don't you get the whole family together and join us for another exciting episode of the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo, And we are back this week to talk about uh, episode 385, It's a Pokenberry Christmas, part one. The penultimate episode of the Pastor George Barkley arc. I say penultimate now only because Dylan taught me that word. Wow. Look at this. We've got growth, folks. <laughs> We've got growth. Say this podcast never gave me anything. Yeah, we're over 100 episodes in and we're like... You know, improving. Expanding my vocabulary. Yeah, look at that. All this time, Andrew learned uh, entitled. Yeah. He learned. Uh, what was uh, dis- disturbed or what was the one that we. I think you knew the word disturbed. Yeah, I believe. I think I definitely did. <laughs> no, but there was something that sounded like that, that we were going back and forth. We probably yeah. cut it from the episode, actually. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe we cut this. Probably. Um. So, yeah, because we, we, we can edit this one. Yeah, we can. <laughs> Pull back that curtain. <laughs> yeah, this episode's coming out or being recorded two days after our snap recording of until a Unto uh, us a un- child is born. Amen to that. Um, exactly. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, For whatever that's hopefully worth to you that guys. went well. <laughs> Hope you guys you like, like it? that. Tweet at us. <laughs> yeah, we've got four episodes, no, three, three episodes before this one comes out. Mm-hmm. So, and Dylan let me take over the social media. <laughs> yeah. That's so hopefully true. by the time this comes out, that I will have actually posted something. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. We've, this has been a weird spring of us just being like super ahead. It's winter. What am I smoking? Yeah, it's been a weird winter of yeah. us just being really ahead of the game, and I'm here for it. Me too. It feels good, actually. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, th- this episode uh, first aired December thirteenth of nineteen ninety seven, mm-hmm. which, for greater context, was two years after um, Pokenberry Falls RFD. Yeah, there's a large gap. Right, and you you feel it, and mm-hmm. it's like, so this isn't, like, this is the coda. Mm-hmm. This is the epilogue. In, in Much in the same way that Blacker's revenge funks, functions. Mm-hmm. This is the, and actually even more to that point of this is Paul Herlinger coming in as wit. Yeah. After it originally being Hal Smith, then him passing, then them not having wit, mm-hmm. and then the Barclays leave. Yep. And then they bring Hurlinger back. Yeah, and the search or, for like wit. when Hurlinger's back, they then um they then do another Barclay episode. So it's it actually mirrors Blackard a lot in that regard. Yeah, that's really cool. Is- I Yeah. Yeah, I definitely we're glad to be back in Hurlinger Wit. Voice sounds great. Definitely made note of that 
for this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to get into the cast? Um, well, the so the only other thing I wanted to bring up, this is track two on album 31, Days to Remember. Yeah, that was a big album for me, actually. I had it's, that one. It's a weird album that's like, it, it's not like episodes that aired sequentially it's a lot of it's almost like a collection of holiday episodes yeah and then like other weird like moral stuff like it's not i don't know and truth trivia and trina is truth trivia and trina on this album yeah it's uh was it uh it is not according to according to the official guide what no that's on past Truth, Trivia, and Trina is, is on... on. Yeah. That, that, oh, it's on Passport to Adventure. Correct. Sorry. Yeah, that because that, that was that was an album that we... That was, like, the album we started on. Yes, and also an album I had. Um, yeah. Sorry. Days to Remember has this, and... Wow, now I want to check, because I had it. Um. Oh, I've got the list here. Okay. Faster Than a Speeding Ticket. Yep. Hide and Seek, The yep. Graduate. Oh, The Graduate. This is the episode, uh, this is the album where Connie finally graduates. It's also got New Year's Eve Live, yeah. BTV Thanks. Yep. I um, remember the, BTV Thanks. The uh, um, Eugene and Katrina Valentine's engagement party. Yeah. Thing. That whole debacle. Yes. With the rings. Yes. Hey, maybe we'll cover it someday. Who, Who knows? <laughs> That was nice and sync. Preference <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. acknowledged. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So the the big thing to point out for this episode and the second part is that it is a full blown like it's a wonderful life pastiche. Yeah, it is like essentially an it's a wonderful life adaptation. In the way that, like, a Thanksgiving Carol is a Christmas Carol adaptation. Like, mm-hmm. they're doing a very similar thing here. And we've I've been kind of avoiding talking about it because I knew these episodes were coming. But this has been layered in throughout the Barclays stuff. Yeah, definitely. So, so the Barclay family, being George and Mary, are named after the family in its wonderful life, being George and Mary Bailey. Mm-hmm. Um... And the so that's kind of like the that's step one, and then it is extrapolated out from there. So we get Donna and Jimmy mm-hmm. being named after Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed, mm-hmm. who play George and Mary in mm-hmm. It's a Wonderful Life. Um, Jimmy Stewart, Donna Reed. We get Stuart Reed, Reed as the third child. Yep. in in the household. Wow, that is. Wow, this yeah. is like uh-huh. tiramisu. It got layers. Right. We we touched a bit on the on the whole thing of like the of Bedford Falls, mm-hmm. then becoming Pokenberry Falls with yeah. the kind of combination of It's a Wonderful Life and um, uh, uh, Andy Griffith show. Mm-hmm. Um, we also we didn't touch on, but uh, Barry Lionel is named after Lionel Barrymore, who is the actor who plays Mister Potter, who is the villain of. It's a Wonderful, wonderful Life, life. Yeah. who is, and is, you know, Barry Lionel is the villain of this episode. And there are, so, if you have not um, seen It's a Wonderful Life, dear listener, go listen, or go listen to it. <laughs> go, go watch it. Yeah. It is genuinely great. I watched it last night mm-hmm. and had a grand old time. It is Streaming for free on Amazon Prime. It's if you're on a Amazon Prime, Prime subscriber. I didn't know that. Oh, I'm gonna watch it tonight then. Yeah, 
watch it before the next episode. It will, like, you'll get stuff. Yeah. Because it is, it's a, so, pulling back the curtain a little bit again, I, like, cried at the end of It's a Wonderful Life. And part of that is just because it's a really well-made movie, and it's emotional, and it's Christmassy. Mm -hmm. Part of it, though, is that I have so, like, I have so much nostalgia for these two episodes mm-hmm. that then translates into nostalgia for that movie yeah even though i had never seen it before yeah you know this these episodes were ones that i like i said i had growing up but i didn't listen to them a ton mostly because they were sad um yeah but and the, and they were a little bit more intense and also i i only had stuff at the beginning of the barclays and the end of the barclays i never had a lot of that of the build-up to this um so listening through it now i'm super like enjoying it so much uh but i'm definitely i definitely i would benefit from watching it's a wonderful life to at least get some of that context and uh yeah dear listener i certainly hope i do that before part two especially now that i know that it's available on amazon prime for streaming please sponsor us amazon prime (laughs) yeah that would that would be cool but the uh so the um this one was on christmas classics Mm -hmm. which is one of the two complete albums of yep. Odyssey I owned. And it's yeah. a compilation album. So it barely even counts as a complete one. But so this episode was in heavy rotation for me. Mm. So like I know this episode like the back of my hand. And oh, watching, so exciting. watching It's a Wonderful Life was a really bizarre experience. In like there are lines of dialogue from these episodes that are lifted from that movie i i can kind of tell that there there are certain lines that are delivered in such a way that sound like they're from something else and my guess is that's what it's from yeah um chuck bolte um writes in the official guide um that he loved this is maybe his his all-time favorite show um that he worked on for the barclays Um, he's the voice of George and just loved, you know, what McCusker had done in the writing and then what that allowed him to do being very like getting to do voices that were very Jimmy Stewart inspired yeah. and have real fun with that, which is, yeah, it's just cool. Really cool. Um, and then the other uh, other thing we've got here to just off the top we got to talk about cast Mm -hmm. um and so uh we have alan young here playing mr welsh Mm -hmm. um in case you didn't hear that because oh my word it just sounds like jack yeah it's Um, just scottish like slightly scottish jack (laughs) yeah um and then we also have uh we've got craig miller playing Stuart reed yeah. So in Stewart's only like voice performance in these two episodes. So Craig Miller is he doesn't the... sound like a Craig. <laughs> <laughs> so he he was three years old when mm-hmm. this was recorded. Uh, the son of then uh, folks on the family vice president Clark Miller. Oh wow! That uh, obviously as a three year old he could not read, so he was just repeating lines back. That checks out a lot, especially with how close he sounds to the microphone. Like it's... you can totally imagine a three year old sitting at a table and and just being like, "Now you say this, la la la," and then the kid goes, "Okay, la la la." Yeah, it is. It's really fun. It yeah. is. Yeah, I, I love that they went and were like, "Yeah, Stewart's three. 
who do we have in the we office need a three year old. <laughs> who has a three-year-old? And then they did it, and then they, like... And they it made turned it out really well. He sounds I think absolutely it is super ad- effective. Adorable. Oh my yeah. gosh, my heart melted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you hear it. It's like, oh, whatever you want. Especially with the, uh, when, well, we'll get to it, but uh, some of the lines he gives when he's talking to his dad, um, George, about the bike pedal and everything. It just absolutely melt me. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and I am going to roll the promo now, if roll that it. is cool with you. It's Christmas in Pokenberry Falls, but there's no peace on Earth for George Barkley. On the next Adventures in Odyssey, conflicts in Pastor Barkley's church make him wish he'd never been the pastor. And in a strange twist of fate, he seems to get his wish. Learn that God, not circumstances, is what makes life wonderful. Next time on Adventures in Odyssey. I was doing a little peanuts dance for yeah. the audience oh, at yeah. home. Very nice. I, very nice. It was I, very downcast words for very upbeat music, I would yes. say. No, that that's fair. <laughs> I I wonder if it was a conscious decision or if it just happened because so they say he says peace on earth in it. Yeah. Which is the first Barkley Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. It's also just a Christmassy phrase that makes sense to use. Yeah. So, so I'm guessing it wasn't intentional, but it is nice. Accidental continuity is our favorite part of Adventures in Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 might be that might be fair. Um yeah. that and shipping children relationships. <laughs> there is that too. It's fun. I'm sorry. Calyx is great. <laughs> Shout out to Calix. Uh, we have not talked about Calix in so long. I say we cover those episodes again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're, we're three seasons into the show. We're going to run out of Odyssey at some point. We might as well. Just go back to Novacom, man. Yeah. Uh, I could, certainly couldn't just go back and listen to the backlog. No, hmm. no. Um, <laughs> we got to cover it with all the new context we have. Yeah. Well, I, I've I've listened to a lot of new episodes of Odyssey since that I hadn't listened to growing up and previously. So, yeah, but they all come after that. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is also true. <laughs> oh, all right. So the episode itself starts out with um, a wit intro. Yeah. Yeah, we get a wit intro, which is weird but really nice, and. Uh, uh, it begins with Wit and Eugene at Wit's end. Um, and so, it, did Mary write the letter to Wit? Is that what... That's the situation? Mary called Wit. Yeah, okay. Um, um, just to say, like, hey, things are not going well. Um, for George and Pokenberry, he's thinking about quitting. Yeah, um, catches him up with kind of everything that's been going on with uh, yeah. Barry well, Lionel. and Well, and we hear about all this through Wit relaying it to, to Eugene, Eugene rather than great. Mary relaying it to Wit. Yeah. Which, yeah, I do. I do appreciate. Also, the, like, so they go from the Wit intro to Christmas music that then pulls through through the radio yes into into wit's engine which, which is so nice i it's one of my favorite i love it when the Odyssey radio does, does is, that especially when it goes into wit's end it's the establishing shot that like shoots through a window yep 
that's like a real classy like TV movie yeah. move. And it's just Odyssey's version is just like, we'll just like fade the audio into yeah. the... Yeah, I, I love it. Oh, radio. What a magical device. Mm-hmm. Unlike podcasting. Spray. No, no. Sucks. Yeah. So boring and yeah. filled with nerds like Dylan and Andrew. That's that's true. Both of us are nerds. Yeah, and we are on the internet, and we do make a podcast. Right again. <laughs> so the the whole thing here is... So, yeah, Wit's telling Eugene all mm-hmm. this info, mm-hmm. and then... Um, kind of is, talking about, like, holiday plans and stuff. Right. Well, yeah, because Eugene... Wit's like, I think, I think like, he could go... He could use some encouragement, and mm-hmm. maybe from an old friend. And, yeah. And Eugene's kind of like, well, who would be available? Like, isn't mm-hmm. Christmas, like, being in a couple days? And, and Wit's like, well, you know, I was planning on rendezvousing, which I was like... All right, wit. Uh, Fancy with, word. Yeah, with Jason and um, and Jana the day after Christmas, so mm-hmm. so he's available. And Eugene throws out that Armitage took the entire Shanks family to London, yeah. so he's available. Subtle flex. <laughs> Shanks and their money. Yeah. Well, I mean, all that Novacom money, man. Yeah. That or damn, Andromeda yeah. money. I think he's technically Andromeda, but regardless, we'll just have to re- recover those those episodes till we remember. We have them ingrained in our brains. <laughs> no, definitely My not. My brain will turn to mush. Yeah, 100%. I think that that's when we turn Odyssey into the Nova Box. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. And then and then Wit and Eugene just are like, yeah. okay, we're yep, going we're to Pokemberry. Go, which is so fun and great. And it's like a super fun intro to the episode. Because, yeah, like, like I said, it's super organic. Um, and you get a really great dynamic, which is Wit and Eugene, which we haven't gotten much recently. Um, mm-hmm. and then we go to, uh, the Barclays, Jimmy and Donna specifically sledding, mm-hmm. uh, right. and a great scene, great yep. scene with, uh, Jimmy basically talking about like, he's doing like a fake announcer voice talking about yep. like a setting a new world record for like sledding down a hill. No, uh, no for the record, the please. thing he says, which is great is the world record in Pokenberry at least. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, Jimmy's Jimmy's great. Jimmy is so funny. This yeah. whole episode, he yeah. is. They dialed it in, and he yeah. just spits yeah. absolute fire. Yeah. So, note for uh, you know, because we're gonna be, I'm going to be constantly talking about the It's a Wonderful, Wonderful Life, Life parallels. Yeah. Which also begins on a sledding scene. Oh, does it? Yep. It begins on now in It's a Wonderful Life. It's a flashback, mm-hmm. but it is. It is George, or yeah, it's George sledding down the hill, and then his younger brother Harry sledding down the hill and falling through the ice. Yeah. Um, and in this, we have Donna fall through the ice. Yeah. But, and she where just, in that uh, movie, it's like a tragedy. In this movie, it is just her she sleeves gets, her gets sleeves wet. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. The fact that nobody in either of those movies, or this show or that movie, dies from hypothermia. Yep. astonishing yeah oh they're also they're also they're sledding down potter's hill mm-hmm. Which um potter's mi- the mr potter, potter is the villain yep um d- there's this whole thing going on with uh donna getting a college scholarship which is really cool and mm-hmm. fun and also like there's a big college plot in it's a wonderful life with his younger brother harry going to college he wants to go to college his brother ends up going in his stead 
Um, and so they just have like college stuff peppered in, which is like a great example of like, it like adds a little bit if you know it's a wonderful life, but it also just makes sense for the episode. And for the characters to do right. everything that they would normally be doing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like it works on both and, levels. Yeah. And it, it is a thing of like, we've jumped two years in the show and two years in real time. Like mm-hmm. Stuart is three. now three ish. Yeah. And Donna and Jimmy are older. I mean, Jimmy can, sounds older. Yeah. Although he he has a lot of, he's got like kind of the snark of a uh, yeah, just of an older Jimmy with all of like the sense of humor and everything. Yeah. Like uh, he's talking about like sledding, making it past the big oak tree with no fixed name <laughs> and yep. stuff like that. Like his yeah. humor has really really stepped it up. Yeah. Well, yeah, and Donna starts to slide down the hill, and Jimmy starts throwing snowballs at her. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great scene, and then like Mary and Stuart are at the top of the hill. Yeah, it's the first time we hear Stuart talk, and it's yeah. like, whoa, Stuart well, can talk. Yeah, like this is fun. It's also, it's just funny, like, like it, it makes sense, but it's that thing of like. They're in this small town, like, they knew kind of going into it, they're not going to have, like, a lot of peers and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine, like, Jimmy and Donna, also with, like, where they are age-wise, getting way closer. Yeah. And so it's, like, it's kind of, it's funny that, like, Donna is about to graduate, well, is, you know, in her senior year of high school, Mm -hmm. and, like, sledding with her brother and... Yeah. Mm -hmm. With her younger brother, and Jimmy's also, like... 10th grade yeah definitely like, <laughs> he's like definitely at least i think he was in ninth grade previously yeah I, well i think when we started talking about it we were putting donna in like 10th and jimmy in eighth yeah so um so yeah it's it's easy it's easy to assume that he's you in know, 10th grade yeah yeah and so it's just yeah it's just a fun it's a fun little thing did of, you get closer with your siblings when they like when they were a little bit older yeah like i i I got because that was like a big thing for me. Like I, yeah. As as the oldest, it's a little bit different. But like when, so when like my peers went away to college and I did not, mm-hmm. and my brother was my next youngest brother was in high school. Like he and I wound up spending a lot of time together. Yeah, and then that drifted for a while and is now like yeah well he now, moved out right has now stabilized in a way that's like we're not like yeah I, I i i don't know we don't see each other much but when we do it's more intentional which mm-hmm. is nice yeah um, yeah and just like sure. that's what happens when you live in different places yeah no um, that's like that's exactly how it is with my brother now friend of the podcast brandon Asabo. that's true um friend of the pod uh, but yeah no but with my younger sister who's uh you know get like she's getting ready to go to college and stuff. I've definitely noticed like since she's gotten, you know, into relationships and things like that, like it has become a thing where like spending time with my sister feels like spending time with a friend to a certain extent Mm. where like in the same way that I figured out things that I do with friends, like record a podcast. Um, I, uh, (laughs) I figured out things that I do with her. So yeah. Yeah. No, I really fun. And they, and like we've said previously, they absolutely kill the family dynamic. Yeah. And it's, it's awesome too. And you realize like as actors, they had not done this in two years. Yeah. Like they're coming back together after a while. Donna sounds surprisingly happy. (laughs) And like they're coming together back together after a while and like pulling off the dynamic properly. Yeah. Which is really well. Yeah. Super cool. Um, we also, so we get this little conversation between 
uh, Stuart and, and Mary and Mary where he's she's talking he's asking why dad's not there and she's like oh he's she's going he's going he's to talk to Mr. Lionel and and Stuart's like Mr. Lionel drives a limousine you know yeah. and he's got a big car and he's like right. yeah it's a limousine and he's, he's like, got a lot of money we don't have a lot of money Stuart says <laughs> yeah. which like is heartbreaking and really funny yeah oh my gosh like, it's so funny to hear he's like we don't have a lot of money yeah. and uh like and Mary's like bluntness no, of don't. a three-year-old <laughs> yep well and kind of in a in a way that at least sounds to the listener of like He's just stating a fact that he connected the dots. That right. like, yep. if you have a lot of money, you have a big car. Wait, we don't have a big car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, so yeah, so we said Jimmy was throwing snowballs at Donna when she goes down. Jimmy then starts to sled down, mm-hmm. and Donna mumbles to herself that she's gonna wrap up some rocks and snowballs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty malicious. I ain't gonna lie. I, I wonder where they're sledding. You what? Think- They're sledding on Potter's Hill. Well, okay, yeah. I guess <laughs> Come it's covered on, in rocks. <laughs> um, Most of the hills I sled on are covered in grass. Yeah. Not too many yeah. rocks to stash in snowballs. Yep. And then we do an amazing transition mm-hmm. of Jimmy sledding down the hill, fading into Barry Lionel rolling down his window. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's like... And then... Uh. <laughs> you like my imitation of that my imitation of, of <laughs> i feel like it's more effective just to describe the sound I also everyone's listened to the episode right i hope does so. anybody listen to our show having not heard the episode we're talking about because i've definitely done that for other shows yeah so if you're one of those people Tweeted us. Yes, definitely. Let us know. Let me know. I, I That's how I am most of the time. Only if it's something that I already am interested in or if I really, really like the creator, then I'll be like, okay, you know, I take their recommendations. But I've only done that like once or twice. <laughs> um, we'll see if he does it for me for next week's episode. I definitely will. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad. Like, my FOMO for not have seen this movie and <laughs> connecting the dots. Like, Dylan's over here crying, and I'm like, uh... <laughs> I watched the cinema sins of it, so I just have a lot of snarky things to say. <laughs> oh, this that's... is a genuinely touching film. <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right, so... Anyway. So we've got George uh, mm-hmm. asking... Barry Lionel for money. Yeah, for sheet music, for the church service, and apparently that's, like, super expensive and inconvenient uh, for Mr. Barry Lionel, uh, illustrious billionaire, or at least millionaire. It's like the 90s. That's true. Um, they also He also wants money for the Christmas banquet. Yes, the Christmas banquet, and that's probably significantly more expensive, and uh, Barry Lionel is very, very upset and does not want to give the money and george gives a really good sentimental speech about like why this is a good thing and it gives hope is that a line that he's is that a line that he stole from the i don't think so i didn't i didn't jot it down as one that doesn't mean it it gives them a little bit of hope as well there's just the way that he says it i guess well and it is chuck bolte doing a jimmy stewart the entire episode whether or not he's quoting a specific line but that's fair but yeah it also might be a line i i have not like I'm not familiar enough with the movie to know like 
I'm sure I'm going to miss stuff, but yeah. I did try and do my due diligence here. But but yeah, so the, the the Christmas banquet is also, it's not like it's a Christmas party for like George and some staff employees or No, it's or for homeless people. Right. So the, the, it's a banquet for the unemployed and the unhoused. Yes. Which, yeah. And it's a hot meal. It's like a charity thing because it's a church and that's what churches should right. do. And it's Christmas. Yes. And yeah, and Barry's like, look, I haven't been, if I'm going to be honest, I haven't really been happy with your work as pastor. Uh, all of these programs you have don't come close to paying for themselves. Yeah. It's a church. They're a nonprofit. Yeah. They that's... shouldn't be paying for themselves. Churches shouldn't be businesses. Right. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> the lukewarmest of takes. Yes. Well, I mean, the way that some I, people I, act. I know. I know. We love you, Joel Osteen. Come on the pod. Please don't come on the podcast. I wouldn't have anything nice to say. I'm. I, my mom must raise me to. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. So maybe you can pick a week where I'm out of town. Um, the one off you record with Mega Pastor Joel Olstein. He flew you down to Texas. That's where he's at, right? Yes. Yeah, he's yeah. in Houston. Yeah, we almost have, like, if that opportunity arises. We have to. We, would, we have to, right? Yeah, like, yeah, no. Personal convictions aside, if, like, uh, what Dr. Dobson <laughs> wanted to come on our podcast <laughs> for some reason, I would clench my teeth and hold my tongue and give that man his respect because we'd have to. <laughs> right, yeah. It's just, yep. it's just nature. Yeah. So if any of you guys have those hookups, uh, let me know. The DMs are open. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Email as well. That's true. The original DM. Um, <laughs> Isn't that just I am? Uh, sure, but an email was before I am, so that's fair. Um, he, yeah. So he's like, these don't, you know, these programs don't come close to paying for themselves. And anytime you need money, you're coming to me. Yeah. And George is like, well look like you don't have a family you have tons of money yeah like you're on the board right like yeah i mean like i do i don't know he has a vested interest in the church at least enough to like if he just owned the land and he didn't participate then that'd be one thing i yeah it, it is a weird thing where i'm like i don't totally love like hey let's have like one guy who fully funds the church no, like I, bad. I, I don't like that conceptually. Capitalism, that part of it is not right. great. Right. <laughs> However, Barry Lionel sucks. Yes. So. <laughs> well, and if you're taking his money to use it for something genuinely valuable, like feeding the homeless. <laughs> yeah. Literally, like. Where was I? I don't remember. You were just mad at Barry Lionel. I have, I'm always mad. Eat the rich. Well, I don't know. Maybe not eat them, but take some of their money. They got a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just right. The, like, Barry was, in the previous episodes, a villain. Yeah. But, like, felt like he had, like, that he wasn't, like, a monster. Well, yeah, he wasn't directly antagonizing the church. And you got the idea that, yes, this is a thing that i am a part of that i have a vested interest in and you know i am you know rich daddy money bags and i i financially support a lot of things that go on here 
uh, but that's because I care about it. And yeah. this episode, we get pretty much the exact opposite, that he does not want to give his money to anybody else ever. Right. Right, and for the record, Rich Daddy Moneybags is Andrew's new rap name. Yeah, yeah, actually, uh, peep, peep the new, <laughs> the new SoundCloud mixtape. It's only, uh, only Post Malone acapellas that I've remixed <laughs> with EDM. Coming soon to a SoundCloud near you. Just, just mine, only mine. So if that's near you, then fine. <laughs> <laughs> The internet's local, right? Yeah, I that's think how so. that works. It should be a utility. Um, and so, yeah, and and one of the things Lionel points, Barry points out, Barry Lionel, whatever, Lionel Barrymore, <laughs> both, Bad all of the above. Um, he he he's like, you should pressure your congregation into giving yeah. more he's growling yeah. too yeah. he's like did you ever think of pressuring the congregation into contributing more and he's yeah. like yeah they're all broke right and what they do give is you know yeah. from their hearts yeah and he's just like what what good is the church you know we should just shut it down and send all the people to rupert yep because there's plenty of churches there right and, and they thrive. Do you know right. what it means to be a thriving, thriving church, George? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It's it's a good performance. Yeah, it's really good. The the thing the thing I was trying to hit on a bit ago and then kind of lost my train of thought, but just the fact that like in these episodes Barry Lionel has to be like because they are doing this it's a wonderful life homage mm-hmm. and in It's a Wonderful Life, Mr. Potter is even more villainous than Barry Lionel. Wow. Yeah. So, in this, they're like... But they do crank up his villainy in these. Like, he becomes even less, like, sympathetic and understanding of a person than the previous episodes, which were also bad. He takes on the form of the the bad guy in Into the Spider-Verse... You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Just like that comically large businessman sort of aesthetic. That's that's the that's the uh-huh. energy His I get. His name's from Kingpin. King. He's Pin. also the villain of the Daredevil TV show. Oh, continuity. Yeah. Um, another thing that just that just occurred to me here instead of earlier because whatever. Um, but that I found fun. There is like a whole part of It's a Wonderful Life where they are constantly like talking about a plastics factory wait really and so of course of bedford course. falls is like or pokeberry falls main thing is plastics. plastics and keyboards yep just oh. yep more more funny so so yeah george then is like throws back at him he's like oh well you'd probably like the church to shut down because it's like sitting on good land yeah yeah which is just so funny because it's like it's next to the like it's basically on the college campus and it's this really old beautiful building like he's gonna bulldoze it to make a golf course exactly that was my thinking i was like wait when did this become a burden like from what i've gathered he has the heat turned off all the time like it's essentially just four walls that he's keeping up and that is if he owns the land and he owns the building like what is the small amount that he's contributing for that, you know? Yeah, it was just, like, an interesting thing of, like, oh, I didn't, like, the idea of bulldozing the church is 
shocking when it's like it's an old building yeah it's like super valuable and sitting like right on a college campus it's like why do you want to put a golf course there whatever they nah, just you turn needed, it into like super this rustic apartments i mean fair or like a really nice restaurant for his f- fancy schmancy resorts i hear rich I mean, you're people making, you're making love great it great points andrew i i would eat it those or i live in those you know rustic churches converted into other things i still like the church part of it i will say that <laughs> it's mildly sacrilegious I, I get that but it's it's, it's it looks cool yeah <laughs> i like the high ceilings what can i say yeah and uh yeah then that's been architecture corner Ar- architecture corner i was trying to think of some architectural term for a corner but we're just gonna keep moving that works for me and so yeah then uh barry says his like horrible line of like i don't mind because george is like you know like don't don't you believe in tithing or whatever yeah. and he's like i don't mind tithing to god but i'm getting fed up with supporting the rest of this lazy rabble around here yeah. who won't pull their own weight and this is when george is just like that rabble you're talking about is like these people who give from their hearts yeah who like give above what they can who care about this town who are in ba- a bad place like you're calling them lazy rabble like and then he drops the direct from it's a wonderful life of a warped frustrated old man although he throws in rich as well well yeah. a warped frustrated rich old man and yeah. then it's and then, he goes off yep and rightfully so yeah and then and then and Barry Lionel is like if you can't pay the bills, you'll have to close the church, which and is true. And that's, yeah. And then that's like the end of it. And basically George storms off. And, uh, yep. and so he goes over, um, he goes back to, to see the family on the sledding hill briefly. Right. And then he goes over to see Ellis at the church. But, like, he only goes over there just as much to basically be like, oh, I can't hang out with you guys. I got to go to the church. Yep. Which is tough, but obviously, you know, he's got a lot on his mind. And so he shows up at the church, and uh, he says it looks like a tornado went through. Um, and it's just Alice that's there. And he's looking for the uh, deposit slip for the $800 that he thought that he deposited, uh, deposited at the bank. Yep. Um. And so Ellis is here taking the character of Uncle Billy, mm-hmm. who in It's a Wonderful Life misplaces $8,000. Wow. Um, which also, It's a Wonderful Life is set in like the 40s. Yeah, that's so a lot of money. That is so much more money than this. Like but you it, buy a house for like 900 bucks. <laughs> so this is, it really goes to underline how bad like things are for the church that they're yeah. like, and and so rather than him misplacing the money, he has misplaced the de- like the money was never deposited, and he has misplaced, and he's trying to find the deposit slip. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, he's the bank has no record of the deposit. Um, there's this really funny bit where he's like, he's like, uh. I, I, I never even wanted to be treasurer. You guys voted on that while I was out of town. <laughs> yeah. You know, I never wanted to be treasurer. Yeah. You guys voted me in while I was out of town, remember? Yeah. Uh, and they start... Ooh, Woody Allen-esque. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're looking through the church, and he's like, okay, I'll help you look. 
and then they decide to retrace his steps um and uh and so they start you know going through the process and he's like okay well you know before you went to the bank or no it was after you went to the bank you went to get some gum and he's like oh yep. well i might have gotten a lollipop for something and george is like i don't care what you bought i just care where you went yep and uh and this is clearly stressing out ellis a lot oh yeah um, well i mean this is incredibly stressful for everyone like, yeah yeah george is gonna like lose his mind shortly well and he like it seems to be affecting ellis's memory like no, he's yeah. clearly so stressed out that like yeah. he does not sound right. like he is operating right. in the right well mind. and like right and ellis never seemed like a man who had it together no but like this it then comes out like he has lost his pilot's license yeah like um and george is saying like you know did you lock it away in some secret place like have you checked all the places around town yeah and, <laughs> and he's and like I checked ellis places. is like i've checked places i haven't been since i lost my pilot's license like i've been everywhere um and then George and Elvis at this point doesn't know about the, like he knows this is a big deal. He doesn't know about the threat of having to close, close the, church. the church. And yeah. George is just like, this is going to be the end of church in Pokenberry Falls. And you the know, tradition s- of fellowship. And- yeah, somebody's going to Rupert, and it isn't gonna be me. Yeah, that's a very lifted line. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is it? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah, no, it's a it's a powerful scene, and it's very interesting to to see George this emotive, um, just because like obviously I feel like we haven't seen it quite to this extent. Like he is getting really heated with Ellis, mm-hmm. and uh, later we see him get super heated on the phone. Um, oh yeah, great scene. Whew, yeah, it is it is weird talking about this episode. Like I think it does the adaptation of it's a wonderful life very well mm-hmm. it is also weird complimenting things that are just directly it's a wonderful taken life. <laughs> yeah it's but, like mild plagiarism but at least it's entertaining yeah and it's done it's done with such love and also like it's not like they're on rails and can't change like they do a good job adapting the story to fit the situation oh yeah um no it, it, it yeah. reads forced and forced it reads first and foremost as a uh as an adventures and odyssey episode if you haven't seen it's wonderful life right yeah i mean it was there was a point in my life in which like years after having heard this in which someone like made reference to it's a wonderful life and mary and, and george and mary bailey mm-hmm. and i went george mean- and mary mary bailey what and then I spiraled down this rabbit hole and realized that this was just It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, wow. And then I did not watch it until now. <laughs> I was going to say, that's quite the, uh, quite but, the realization. Uh, but I really felt like, I was like, I I know the references for It's a Wonderful Life because of this. Yeah, that In the same really way that cool. like I don't really, like, I haven't read Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, though I have seen some adaptations. I've also listened to Adventures and Odyssey's Thanksgiving Carol and seen VeggieTales' Christmas Carol, or Easter Carol. Oh, I forgot about that one. So I, I really feel like I've, I, I understand that thing yeah. quite well. Yeah, I've, I've, I've read the book. I've, yeah, that's a very interesting. I love it when, like, yeah art in Forbes art in that way oh and we actually we have a uh we have a great reference to christmas carol right about now yeah which is george george gets home mm-hmm. and uh jimmy His... says 
God bless That's you, awesome. everyone. Yeah. And Donna goes, wrong movie. Yeah, so <laughs> funny. It was like, I, I, when I was listening to this to prep for this uh, the second time, I was like, oh my gosh. I cannot believe they just pulled that out there. That was like this little, like, fourth wall just mm-hmm. uppercut. Yep. <laughs> like, out of nowhere, Donna it's, just throws that in there. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, it's so man. funny. And so, yeah, George, George gets home to Jimmy practicing guitar. Yeah. So, is he playing George of the World on the electric guitar or something? Yeah, I forget I forget what exactly he's playing. But he's practicing Christmas music on electric guitar. Yeah. In the movie, it's um one of his daughters playing piano. Oh, okay. But we get the same thing here of, like, George slowly getting frustrated. The he forgot his coat and wreath, which is also the movie. Um and then he like lashes out at at Jimmy for, yeah. for the guitar practicing. Yeah, he's like he's upset about everything and uh and and Mary tries to comfort him and is like, What's wrong? And then he's like, What's wrong? What's right about this town? And he yep. he snaps there. Right, right. So there's also adding to the stress, there's a Christmas party slash celebration for Donna's college acceptance that it will be happening that night. Yes, at their house because yep. of the uh energy budget right. cuts that yep. the church had to go through. Right. Um and uh yeah so yeah george goes off and mm-hmm. says you know this i don't ever i don't know why we ever moved to this crummy drafty old town yeah. and uh jimmy says don't forget measly right because the line in the movie is crummy drafty measly oh um, <laughs> is it really thing so they gotta they gotta get that in there i it's was just, wondering why jimmy was so quippy with that it's yep it's this this meta jokes that work really well and jimmy gets to deliver a lot of them which is fun yeah um and then we get uh tommy welsh um Mm -hmm. we find out that uh that he was teaching Stuart how to uh bike and the pedal broke Mm -hmm. and uh he's upstairs resting because um because George is asking, like, where's where's uh, where's Stuart Reed? He should be wit- here to witness his father's mental breakdown. Yep. And he's he's up in the bed with uh, with the swollen ankle. Mary had taken him to the doctor. Um, you took him to a doctor, right? Very very apparently a terrible thing to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, out. it's 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 the money thing. Yeah, that was my thought as well. Yeah. It's not. Is it addressed in this? It's not addressed in this episode. No. Believe. No. It's just. It, it's just. Well, one, it's lifted from the movie, but two, oh, okay. it, it is, yeah, it's just kind of implied. Like you, yeah. you can, you can connect those, those dots pretty quickly. Um, oh, if only we took some of the extra money that that super rich guy had and used it to pay for healthcare for people. No, Andrew, that that's crazy. That's that a would, terrible that would never idea. Work. <laughs> it would never work. No, Europe hasn't done that. Right? No, every other major country. Hasn't pulled that off successfully. <sighs> Not the one right to the north of us, nor Certainly. the ones across the pond. Nope. Deep sigh. And probably Mexico will catch up before we get there. <laughs> yeah, at this rate, it feels feels likely. <laughs> um, ah, that's been... <laughs> politics corner. Yeah, socialism corner. <laughs> yeah I is mean, it even socialism? It's, not, I, it's, it's barely socialism. Democratic socialism. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so George, George goes up and has this really sweet moment with mm-hmm. Stuart. Yeah. Stuart's clutching his bike pedal, pedal. His bike pedal. So in the movie, what happens? Okay. His daughter 
his school teacher school teacher gives the daughter a rose as a prize mm-hmm. and she is walking home with it and so she doesn't like tighten her coat mm-hmm. and she gets a cold oh and so and she's still clutching this rose, rose. while she's laying there right. sick yep and so he takes it from her and a couple of petals oh. fall off of the rose she asks him to fix it he says okay he puts the petals in his pocket mm-hmm. in this Stuart gives him a, a pedal. bike pedal and he puts that in his pocket after promising to fix the bike because apparently oil won't work on it um unfortunately yeah. which there, is a great idea from yeah. the three-year-old i thought there there's also yeah there's there's this good moment of just like kind of building this all up where like mary's explaining this to george and he's losing his cool yeah but and he's like he's and mary's like well look it wasn't, it wasn't new. It was a new bike yeah. like like you know we cut corners there like we're trying to we don't have a lot of money yeah um he's like what the yeah. Yeah, thing fell out of the bike i just got him he's like well it wasn't new and yeah. Uh, yeah, George George goes up uh, to see his son, very upset, and uh, backtracking just a little bit. <laughs> Jimmy throws in another line, he's like, "Good idea, spread the joy." Yep, um, which yeah. is really funny. But then yeah. you know, George kind of takes this like slightly more sentimental tone mm-hmm. uh, with Stuart, and you know, kind of encourages him to to rest and to, to to you know take care of himself and and feel better and dream about all of the things that that right. he wants you know dream uh, about bikes and motorcycles and cars and mobile homes yeah yeah and maybe you really have home. all those in in your dreams Stuart. yeah dreams um and then he comes down and the phone's ringing and he picks it up and it's mrs welsh mm-hmm. um who is calling to talk to him about or is just calling to you know check on Stuart. yeah and he loses his mind on yeah. her. Like, what is your son doing teaching my, my son how is to he ride an expert? Bike? Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's very good. He's... So in, in the movie, the teacher is Mrs. Welch. Oh. Uh, and like, so like the fruit snack? Yep. And so this is Mrs. Welch and he does that same thing of yeah. showing her out over the phone. She hangs up and it's it's even more dramatic in the movie. Watch the movie, people. Watch um, the movie. It's on Amazon Prime. And then Jimmy is 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 playing the Another guitar, we just... and he's like, and he's just like, and would you cut that out? Yeah. And Jimmy does a beautiful melodramatic quote of the movie of going, "Oh, daddy, daddy yeah." <laughs> Oh, it's so Daddy. funny. It's really funny. But it is it is the one, it is one of the ones that's like if you don't know that's a reference to the movie you're like wait I was what? so caught off. I was so caught off guard. Yeah. I had no clue. Because it's also it's a girl who says it in the movie. Yeah. So he's doing kind of that that yeah. impression. And it's also right, he's doing like you know 40s melodramatic child. Yeah. Like Oh, it's it's really funny. I love it. Well, and it was interesting for me to hear that because I was like, is he making fun of his dad? Is his dad okay with this? No, nope. like, nope. he's parodying. It's a wonderful. Yeah. Life. Um, and then he exits yeah. the house. Yeah, he just dips and went to buy milk and never came back. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then Wit calls Mary on the phone, right? Well, so there there's a little stinger here of Mary saying like to donna and jimmy like you know your dad needs our prayers mm. and so in in the movie i think it actually maybe does this better where like the kids throw it out and then they all like pray oh 
They do that in the movie? They do that in the movie. Oh. Oh. Yeah. We need to finish this podcast so I can go be sad and watch It's a Wonderful yeah. Life. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, yeah, jo- uh, so yeah, then it's, then it's, we hear Wit and you, Wit taking a call from mm. Mary saying that they're there at the Twin Peaks Motel. Yeah. I, interesting Twin Peaks reference. Yeah. I mean, I'm always here for a Twin Peaks reference. We I take love it. that show. It's. I mean, Paul five years after. It. I, yeah, it's it's one of those that strikes me weird, like the like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel reference, where I'm like, yeah. I were they doing it just because like they know it's like a popular thing, or do they actually have personal attachment to it? I really hope it's the latter. I, I do too. I, I love the idea that Phil Lawler watches the marvelous Mrs. Maisel and Paul McCusker <laughs> likes Twin Peaks. Those just tickle me. Yeah. Oh man, if only we could get Paul McCusker into. Uh, marvelous mrs mazel i mean there that's that's the crossover we're all waiting for yeah um and so then then yeah wit kind of fills eugene in on everything yeah um, and they split up to, to search lo- the town yeah to look for george because george has gone missing and uh they yeah, she no doesn't idea. know it's been like a couple hours yeah like, he's been gone for a while um where? and there's and uh is it wit or is it eugene that makes the comment you know you can't really hide in a town this size so okay let's we'll split up um and uh is this is this when we get um this is when george then goes to barry lionel and yes. begins to beg for the money yeah we cut straight to and that yeah, yeah yeah he's like he's like just earlier today you called me a warp frustrated you know old man what what's up with that and 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 george is like um or no that and george is like well we're not like that different like deep down he's like what you're you're some like warp frustrated young man yeah like it i yeah i butchered that line but it is really funny oh I no like it is the, good the warped, frustrated young man which is also from it's a wonderful it's really it's really funny uh, Barry uh Barry Lionel has a couple of zingers here he's like saying like oh you know give it a rest like honestly the deed's been done you know like it is what it is you know yeah. you can go back to your life in Odyssey and maybe you can become a custodian or a youth pastor <laughs> part-time 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 youth pastor um just throwing sh- so much shade there and I then mean, custodians like... get paid pretty well depending on where you custodian custodian <laughs> yeah custodian's custodian um <laughs> clearly um and uh yeah he he throws out the brutal your church is worth more dead than alive you know yeah. like earlier he wasn't yeah. really willing to fess up to the whole like wanting the land and now he just goes full evil and is like i want the land george <laughs> i'm coming for the oil <laughs> there's gold in them there hills yeah yeah no it's 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 really uh really upsetting you know he says go home it's over you failed like this guy is very emotionally aggressive i I must say Uh, and so then george goes to get a new pedal for uh the bike from jack allen aka irish bike salesman (laughs) um who just so happens to be the wife of the lady that I'm sorry, the wife, the husband of the lady that George yelled at over the phone, and he flips out at George and basically kicks him out of the store. Uh, He's super upset. Yeah. 
Yep. And well, yeah, and it's it's so in the in the movie, mm-hmm. this is George hitting like rock bottom, going to a bar, mm-hmm. drinking, and running into the father of of or the the husband of of this teacher oh, who then like okay. punches him and he gets thrown out of the bar. Oh. Wow. Yeah. And Interesting. So, and well like I and I, I didn't realize the, this movie was so brutal. <laughs> movie's great. And so it's one of the things that like I really appreciate that this episode does is hey, you know, they are they're not they're not beholden to the script. So, like, obviously, they're not going to have George go and drink. But yeah. they're also... It'd be cool if he did, though. <laughs> but they're, they're also not, like... They're not making it out to him being in that dire a place. Like, he's definitely in a bad place. But, like, I love the fact that he's going to buy... Something for his kid. Yeah, that he, like, wants to get this bike thing fixed. Yeah, he just wants to do one right thing, He shows up, and Jack is, you know, closing (laughs) up shop. We'll call him Jack. It's okay. Mr. Welsh. Yeah. Jack Welsh. Jack Welsh. Jack Um, Allen Welsh. um, Jack Allen Young Welsh. Um, (laughs) But, but yeah, he's just... And so, yeah, at first is like, oh, yeah, I'll, you know, get you this the next day. And he's like, wait a second. You're, You're that guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We don't like you. We don't serve your a very, I mean, he was really mean to his wife. Yeah. I, I, that's tough. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, genuinely horrible. I don't, I have, so Mr. Welsh is doing the right thing here. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, and then we, we jump to Wit and Eugene, neither are meeting back up. Neither mm-hmm. of them have seen him. Um, and Wit's like, all right, well, me, like, we've been this whole time thinking, like, what would George Barkley do? Maybe we should instead start thinking about, like, what would a man who's reached rock bottom do? Yeah, what would a desperate man who's reached rock bottom do? And uh, that's when Eugene's like, well, if I were blah, 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 I would stand like over a bridge and look over and contemplate jumping off much like that man is doing <laughs> right now that's not a man that's george, george barkley. barkley and then slow motion they run and yep. then full motion eugene right. falls off the bridge right so so george is like yelling to stop and then the bridge is icy yep and he slips and he falls yeah um, and presumably and- like so I got the vibe that if you fell off that bridge, you would die. And Eugene just proceeded to fall off that bridge. Yep. And that's where the episode ends. It is... I. This might be the best break in a two-parter ever. In yeah, Odyssey. I was thinking the same thing. Whereas, like, they because just cut it, and that's it. 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 They cut it, that's it. This is the, like pivot in the movie and mm-hmm. in the story like the next episode is going to be them doing the what you think of when it's when you think of it's a wonderful life yeah of the like what would it be like if you had never been born mm-hmm. whole thing will be next episode but this is like the perfect yeah point to pivot on of just it's a cliffhanger there's peril there's and a lot of peril. thematically, the episode's about to 
change. So what's is there any parallel to It's a Wonderful Life? With- yeah, I mean he's he's standing on a bridge, contemplating jumping off. Okay. Although he actually seems to maybe intentionally be contemplating. Yeah. Um, and then Clarence, who is his guardian angel, who oh, Eugene okay. will be representing, especially in part two, jumps off the bridge so that George will jump in to save him rather than jumping in to kill himself. So in this, they just have Eugene comically fall off. And then, spoiler for next episode, George will jump in after him. Wow. They, I am so glad that they did not get hypothermia. That would make a really dark ending to this, <laughs> to yeah. this episode. Yeah. But and yeah, that's, no, it, that's, that's where it, it ends. It's... It's great. I feel like, I don't know, there's not, we will get into more like thematic stuff next episode. I think mm-hmm. as with most two-parters, this is like a lot of legwork. Yeah. Um, and the added element of like tying every scene to what it is in the movie. Yeah. Is, is like another interesting element. But I, I don't know. I really, I, I really enjoyed it. Oh, it's and great. And I loved getting, you know, kind of the, the crossing of worlds with Eugene and Wit getting to come and visit um, the Barclays and everything like that. Kind of on yeah. their home turf. You get mm-hmm. these characters in different environments. Right. And um, it does, it just feels like the perfect everything in the Barclays story has been building to this. Of course, this is how they're going to end it. Yeah. Like, yeah. we call them you know mary and george and donna and jimmy from day one for a reason now we get to pay that off yeah which we mm, so good and even more satisfying listening through the episodes the way that we have i would say yeah i agree uh do you have anything else you want to say i don't i i yeah i think i'm fresh out of takes but except for watch it's a wonderful life please do please do it'll hopefully make you enjoy this episode more and uh the next episode as well yeah it really worked for me um yeah that being said uh if you have any ideas for what you want to go on with the social media if you want to do a lot of uh interaction and and uh posting of you know favorite moments in odyssey and things like that I'm or if you've got wadfam chalk pod memes dm yes, to andrew please like, he's he's taken over social media now yeah so uh and will, i am notoriously yeah. accessible so yeah <laughs> go for it um memes or even you know you got like fan art for the show like i, I don't know yep. i think it's all very interesting and i'd be more than happy to uh to share the love the odyssey instagram twitter love mm-hmm so, so yeah, and I'm if sure. you're not already following those accounts, do it because there's new stuff there. Yes, sir. At Bloodfam Chalkpod. Yep, we got that handle. It amazingly, was not taken. <laughs> yeah, a real astonishment. It's certainly not hard to say the name of this show to anybody and make it make sense. No, nope. It's a perfect name. And uh, with all that being said, we'll be back next week for episode 386. It's a Pokenberry Christmas part two. Bye, guys. Bye. WadFam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WadFam Chalkpod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. It's a Pokenberry Christmas Part 1 was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo and edited by Dylan Weaver. 
And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fan Chalk Pod.